Welcome to Ulrig Observations, a series of short podcasts by Castletown Heritage Society exploring the social history and heritage of the village of Castletown and the parish of Ulrig in Caithness, Scotland. Episode 5 The Bark Samarang. HMS Samarang. The canvas was dirty, torn in a couple of places, its wooden frame rickety. And yet the image of the oil-painted sailing vessel was endearing. There she was, sailing past the rock of Gibraltar, with sails billowing from her three masts, her sides painted the traditional black and white, representing gun apertures for defence. The lettering below clearly states, HMS Bark Samarang, Captain Gowdy, passing the rock of Gibraltar. The painting was one of several maritime images in the eclectic collection belonging to Sinclair Gunn of Castletown. We at Castle Hill were fortunate to be given much of Sinclair's collection by his family after he died. Sinclair's family business, that of joiner, undertaker, painter, wallpaper hanger and house clearer, coupled with his unerring knack of knowing if mundane things were going to be interesting to future generations, allowed him to build up a first-class reflection of everyday life of the time. All the artefacts had a local origin or connection. The painting of the Samarang had featured on several occasions in our displays on local maritime connections when we finally realised that it was becoming too fragile to be put on public view any longer. The decision was taken to invest in sending it south for professional, and very expensive, restoration. In the meantime, we did our best to find out what we could about HMS Samarang. It was not hard to find. The Samarang had been built as a Dutch East Indiaman, but transferred to the Royal Navy. She was a teak-built corvette fitted with iron anodes on the copper covering of her hull to reduce corrosion. She was involved in the First Opium War and then became a survey ship, charting the coasts of the East Indies and the China Seas. A book was published detailing the zoology and botany of the area studied during the surveying. Later, she became a guard ship on Gibraltar. What an exciting career our ship had been involved in. And to think that a Castletown person had a strong connection to the ship. A crew member, perhaps, or perhaps a chart maker, a zoologist, or a ship's surgeon. Unfortunately, our research had taken a wrong turning. It was a local man, Jim Moore, who, being a Shetlander, knew a bit about the sea, pointed out several things. There were other ships of that name. The survey ship was not a bark, but a corvette, the smallest warship. A corvette has three masts, all square-rigged, whereas a bark has also three masts, but only two square-rigged, the aft being rigged fore and aft. Sure enough, on closer inspection, the rigging in the painting proved Jim right. 
We now traced the origins of the Bark Samarang and discovered that she was built in 1857 in Portland, New Brunswick, Canada, during the Golden Age of Sail for Canada. She was registered in Newcastle-upon-Tyne to William Lishman, a common name in those parts. Like many ships built in New Brunswick, its principal cargo was timber from Canada. In 1884, now owned by Harrison and Son from Newcastle, the Samarang was returning to Shields from Quebec, laden with a valuable cargo of timber, perhaps for pit props for the thriving coal mines. She was caught by a sudden northwesterly gale and was forced onto the rocks at Redcar in Yorkshire. Some of her crew took to the boats and managed to reach shore, but it required three lifeboats from different stations and the rocket team of the Coast Guard to take the rest of the men off the wreck. In 1884, this meant rowing out in rowing boats, launched with the help of horses. Time and time again, the sea drove the lifeboats back until the rocket crew finally succeeded in shooting a line across. In the end... The salvager realised £100 for the vessel, and that is about £12,000 today. And the boat spars, anchor blocks, etc. were sold separately for a good price. Strangely, no mention was made in the press of the cargo of timber. Could it have possibly found a new home under cover of darkness? An early photograph of the broken-backed samarang on the rocks with tattered sails and tangled rigging confirms the ferocity of the storm. A Board of Trade inquiry into the loss of the samarang found the master, Captain John Smith, in default and suspended his licence for six months. The second in command was Captain Gowdy. If you would like to find out more about Castletown Heritage Society, the village of Castletown or the parish of Ulrich, visit our website www.castletownheritage.co.uk